Um, hi, everybody. It's Bits Over Broadway. I'm Connor Relier. <laughs> and I'm Meryl Gay Aarons. Welcome to the show. Hey. Welcome. Um, <laughs> calling in. Living the dream. Living the uh, dream. This is our third episode calling in. I feel like at this point, we've almost got the lag figured out. Yeah. It's like we've like pretty much got it on its head. And yeah. there's like only a few issues where, um, you know, sometimes Meryl's face gets stuck in a fic- in a picture, <laughs> and that picture may or may not surface <laughs> at some point in the history of this podcast. And have my permission to release my image or use it in any way. So just now that's legally binding, and that is actually law now. So it is true, and you um, actually can't do anything about it since Nick is our lawyer. Um, that makes total sense. He was present, and the contract is drawn and signed. <laughs> Yep, it's basically it's said and done. It's yeah. it's taken care of. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think who are those people that do all the stamping notary. It's notary. it's a verbal yeah. notary. It's a verbal notary. That's what I'm trying to think. Because you, you can't put a stamp <laughs> on a on a on a verbal contract. You have to. But God damn it, we'll try. We'll try. You know, we're gonna try it's, every single time. It's one of those every single time. Try, try, try again. <laughs> Connor, do you have any biz? Um, I have no business for today. Meryl, do you have any business? I have no business doing this podcast. So Amazing. So, Meryl. Let's, let's jump right in it. Yeah, so, Connor. Tell me who our guest is this week. Well, Connor, our guest is New York City boy Lusker and producer, uh, the proud holder of a BFA in musical theater from the North Dakota State University. Go Bison. Go Bison. Uh, Justin Heim. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, I'm so honored to be here. Oh, thank you so oh. much for coming. Go Bison. Go Bison. bison. Uh, Justin was just letting Connor and I know the uh, difference between bison and a buffalo, but we're not going to tell you. So, cause you actually do have to do some work as listeners of yeah, this podcast. True. We there, can't do all the heavy lifting for you guys. Come <clears throat> on, like pick up some of the slack. Yeah. This also we can't do, do it with, all for you. This also has to do with musical theater because once upon a time I got into a Twitter argument with Nick <laughs> Adams about the difference between buffalo and bison. Oh my God. And, I ended the conversation with Pearl Face, like a gif of <laughs> Pearl going, yeah. And, um, yeah. and then he blocked me. <laughs> so, oh my God. <laughs> so, it, that so is I'm, actually I'm a, extremely important. I, so, I'm very like interconnected with the Broadway community. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they actually love you. <laughs> it is hey, important to know that, uh, that Justin actually his degree holds more weight than Connor or I combined as That's a true. as a BFA. Wait, yeah, are you guys just general theater? Oh wow, just general <laughs> oh, theater. Shade, the shade. We invite you on our podcast. <laughs> you come in here and you attack us with your BFA. <laughs> oh, sorry, my degree. Yeah, is very yeah. Specific. No, we're just a simple, a simple bachelor <laughs> a of simple our. Bachelor. Bachelor of Science? Ooh. Arts. Arts. Technically, yeah. mine's Bachelor Art, of Journalism. Arts and I have a yeah. BJ. Oh, yeah, a BJ. Huh. 
How lucky. That's true. Connor actually did not graduate from the department, the theater department. So no, I'm more qualified up. than Connor. The hierarchy is it's true. Justin is the the most qualified. Mm. Then me, somehow, impossibly, and then Connor. It's true. I'm the bottom of this totem pole. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, All right. So let's Glad get to, to this week's show. Yeah. What which are we doing? Is Ghost, the musical. It is uh, based Q. on the 1990 film. Actually, a musical. Oh. Cue the synth and the. That was such an amazing I'm rendition. Gonna... I felt like I was in the show. I know, right now. and and the scrim yeah. like yeah. glimmers, it's and then everything. it goes up. The oh scrim gosh. glimmers is the name of my memoir. <laughs> um, so, a synopsis really quickly. The plot centers on lovers Sam and Molly, who are attacked as they are returning to their apartment in Brooklyn. It should be noted when Sam dies or in Manhattan. I have in no Manhattan. Idea. Uh, doesn't they're matter. They're in New, New York. York. The point is, they're in New York City. I can't even get the synopsis right. Jesus. <laughs> when Sam dies, he becomes caught between the real world and the next. Molly is in danger and Sam cannot leave her. A medium, Otome Brown, helps Sam to get in touch with Molly to warn her. What? This is the synopsis from Wikipedia, but I feel like it's missing something. Molly is in danger... Saying I'll leave her. Okay, whatever. Anyway, it also involves like high finance and uh, a poltergeist on the subway. Yeah. Yes. It is. It is based on the 1990 (laughs) film with Swayze and Demi Moore. And And Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg Goldberg won an Oscar for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is important to note that this movie, which I had not seen and still have not seen. What? I've never seen it either. I've never seen. So when I was listening to this musical, I was like, what is happening? Looked up the synopsis. There is a ghost fight. Yes. This film was nominated for several Oscars and includes a ghost. Ghost fight. Okay. <laughs> okay, we can talk about the merits of the film um, for a second. I won't. <laughs> because because it totally relies on the charm of Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. They are so sexy, yes. like apart and yes. together. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you, if you haven't yeah. seen the film, you know the film because of the whole sexy pottery. Yeah, the sexy scene. pottery. Like, pottery. of course. <laughs> And they Iconic. are relying on the sexy pottery scene to have distracted you so much that yes. you forget <laughs> that it's a ghost fight. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I read the wiki and did not see the sexy ghost scene, so uh, I was not my eye. The wool was not pulled over mine eyes. How right. was that not a, at least like a header or like a footnote? I saw the like, insanity. That we haven't seen the... No, that like... In the synopsis, there should be like a right. little like, there should asterisk be like, that'd be like, <laughs> and, then, and there's a sexy ghost pottery, <laughs> yeah. pottery sexy. throwing scene. Right. <laughs> Please don't forget the sexy the ghost, sexy ghost pottery. Um, so facts about the yeah, show. Yeah, I think. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Connor. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I forgot we do facts. <laughs> <laughs> we do facts. Uh, we try to get some things right in this podcast. I know I make a lot of wild claims, but <laughs> we're going to we do get something. nothing correct. Uh, music and lyrics were written by Dave Stewart, Glenn Bellard, and Bruce Joel Rubin, and the book was written by Bruce Joel Rubin as well. 
Uh, it opened originally in the Manchester Opera House in March 2011, then transferred to the West End, where it had previews in June 2011 and opened in July, and it closed later that year in October. Uh, the show then transferred to Broadway on March 2012, or in March 2012, it started previews and opened in April 2012. And then after a very long run of 136 performances, it closed in August 2012. <laughs> it was nominated for three Tonys in the 2012 series, including featured actress, scenic design, and lighting design, and won zero. <laughs> um, it did win... An Outer Critics Award for Lighting Design. Which. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's pretty much all you need to know about the facts of Ghost. <laughs> that gives, um, gives you a just, full, just, a full Justin, look. you said when you picked this that you love talking about failed Broadway musicals. Yeah, it's like. Can it's you like a, elaborate on I that? I think there's a curse <laughs> that follows me in uh-huh. any Broadway season. Like. Okay. Like going to college and stuff, I came to New York several times. Sure. Uh, like at least once a year, and I would see as many shows as I can, and then I'd go back, and you know the Tonys would happen, and every time, any show that I saw did terribly and would oh, no. never get any fucking <laughs> awards. <laughs> um, and and so this this was the year of once I believe. Okay. And one uh-huh. of my friends had gone to see once, and he's like, oh my gosh, it was so good. I'm like, I just saw Ghost, though, and it was so good. <laughs> I have this affinity for, like, tragically, um, like, mediocre sure. <laughs> and, like, yeah. doomed musicals uh, for some reason. I mean, everything from, like, Hands on a Hard Body, which oh, lasted, like, yeah. 29 well, performances. It was only 29? 29. Why does every single regional theater do that show that? Because it's such an amazing character study. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I loved it. I oh, loved it. It must be, because aren't they stuck to a truck? Yes. Yeah, they're they're stuck like, to a literally truck the entire, entire show is stuck to a truck. So Solely rely on characters. Totally. Um, yeah, so <laughs> there's just, like... I, there's a curse that follows me, I swear. Um, and I love it because like <laughs> nobody else has seen these musicals. And I'm like, what? You guys need to see it. That's and so they're like, great. I can't. It's done. How do you feel about <laughs> Carrie the musical? I haven't seen it. And okay. I don't know the musical. I don't know like it at <sighs> all. I, like, I imagine that I would love it, though. Like, that's like, if I were to pick a Broadway flop, that would be, like, my favorite flop. Did it make it to it's Broadway Car- ever, though? It did. The Revival. The did. Revival, that's yeah. right. Or, or the... Re- like, the... It the was, like, in 2010, The original was on Broadway, I think. Was it? Oh, I thought, I thought both check. of them were This is when I make wild claims. Right. <laughs> I know. Connor's just making freaking claims he can't up. back up. I always thought both of them were off-Broadway, but... I know, I... also could be completely wrong. I have, I have seen Carrie, not a Broadway production, but I saw yeah, I saw a, it in uh, a regional production in Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, did we see? <laughs> yep. Probably. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Um, production. Hold on. It's kind of funny. Um, you yourselves. It's... Yeah, the original was on Broadway in '88, uh, and then the twin, the revival was off Broadway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Hmm. Yeah, it's like if I were to pick a favorite like flopped musical, it'd be that one. It's I mean truly incredible. The music is terrible. Yeah. The plot, I mean, it's Carrie. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it's great. Yeah. 
it's I, amazing. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of people's favorite flopped. Yeah, it's definitely. Like a, it's like one of the bigger ones. That, big, yeah, yes, <laughs> one of the know. biggest flops. <laughs> the big, one of the bigger flops. <laughs> a great splash. It was a giant splash. <laughs> and they're going to do it on Riverdale, and I can't fucking wait to watch that episode. It's going to be tragic. <laughs> I will not yes. indulge your weird Archie episode. comic show. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Cannot. That show is truly incredible. It is the yeah. height of TV garbage. <sighs> and I'm obsessed with it <laughs> the height of teen garbage um okay let's talk about ghosts yeah uh going back to something you said justin you said like just the charm the movie relies on the charm mm-hmm. of patrick swayze and demi moore and i feel like because they also made dirty dancing a musical and i feel like the charm of patrick swayze was so powerful it just melted producers brains and they were like yeah this is a good idea like let's make more musicals about patrick swayze's movies but the thing is you'll never have patrick swayze in those roles right like it's so hard to capture whatever swayze was like I mean, and that's that's a know. problem. I'm that... just waiting for Roadhouse the musical. <laughs> I'm very I mean, surprised Tuong, it hasn't Tuong happened. Fu is the, is coming up. So. I know. I'm so excited <gasps> for that one. Though. I it's didn't be know that. Yeah, they're casting it. Connor, yeah. how is that not in business? I'm sorry. I I actually did kind of forget a little bit. <laughs> Listen, it's been a busy couple wow, of wow, days. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> but I think I think that <laughs> is that is one of the problems that plague the show mm-hmm. was that. Was that like the movie, the movie itself, the plot, of course, as you pointed out, has so many problems. It's like totally not grounded in reality. It's so campy. Right. That like, uh, in order to get a sense of the characters, the, it heavily relies on like the magic of film, having those close ups, like really getting to feel for those characters and like, and the two actors being just so charismatic and like just oozing sex and like mm-hmm. like right. charm that like you don't get that on stage sure. you know yeah. you, you don't get those close ups you never not you never not trusted patrick swayze so like when you see him in this movie you're like he won't lead me astray i believe in him <laughs> but like you are not afforded that at all with this musical and i'm just like annoyed all the time with the man who plays Sam like oh. as, as a character <laughs> Sam makes me truly wish for death but he was <laughs> I wish so I was the sexy. ghost <laughs> <laughs> the guy who played him was yes he was this australian man Ugh. so gorgeous and i believe his shirt came off like once or twice Okay. So, okay. which is which I think is also a curse in Broadway musicals. Like, did did any of you see? Um, oh, American Psycho. Psycho? Yes, like, I actually had a note. Like, some of the parts of this reminded me of American yeah, Psycho. There, I, I, which was another one that I saw that yeah. I love. That like I that I had like a qualified love. And for. didn't the guy who played Sam? He was in Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson, right? No, the guy who the guy who played uh, the lead in American Psycho was Bloody Bloody okay, Andrew yeah, Jackson. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I, I I haven't heard anything about the guy who played the lead in Sam. Okay. in this musical, sense, he was just really. like an unknown. I that mean, just came out of nowhere. He's like an Australian actor, I think, and he, I mean, he's gorgeous and he had a great voice. Yeah, he had a great voice. Uh, and that body. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you have to have an incredible body to do American Psycho. Yeah. He's basically naked the entire show. Yeah. I mean. And it was incredible. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't even know what the plot of that that entire musical was. I was too distracted. So funny. (laughs) So funny. Oh, my gosh. You know what? 
I'm like thinking about American Psycho now, and I'm like, oh, I'm a little so sad. Focus, that I get back, bring it back. Oh, to I know. Okay. Um, Sorry. Um, yeah, but he he did he did have some charm on stage, like sure, like totally, like like you felt some of that Swayze magic that that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because okay, I, after immediately after I saw this production or the Broadway show, um, I went to the American College Theater Festival. Amazing. Um, and. <laughs> Correct. And I had, and I was introduced to a, a guy who I'd met like three times before. Sure. And he didn't remember me. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I really? I'm like, hi, my name's Justin. We've met before. And he, and he was so embarrassed that he, oh. he'd heard from his oh. friends that I had just seen Ghost and that I really liked it. And so he felt so bad. He sent me the score. Wow. He just sent me like wow. the unreleased score, <laughs> like a PDF of all the music. Like on Facebook, and was like, "Hey, hope you're doing well." Like, here, I heard you like this musical. Here you go. And I was like, "Thanks." I, like, I guess you're okay. Um, but then, a funny story is that he went on to play Sam in the national tour. No, <laughs> and I was like, oh "My God, good for you." Amazing. <laughs> I guess we'll allow that. So, Stephen Douglas, if so- you're if you're listening, <laughs> congratulations. Called out on the pod. <laughs> um. So speaking of the score, we've got to talk about these songs. Yes. Listen, you guys, I don't uh, I don't know how they were able to make every song sound exactly the same and yet not flow together at all. I know. <laughs> and it's truly like, they feel a like... marvel of like modern sound engineering or something. I don't get it. Yeah. And like every, it's crazy that I can be listening and be like, this is an assignment. I must listen and comprehend the lyrics, especially not having seen it or having seen the movie. I'm like, I must pay attention. Information Mm. is being delivered to me. And then like, (laughs) like almost to the bridge of every song, I'm like thinking, I'm like coming to and realizing I'm thinking about other things. Like it's just a white noise. You know what it is? Absolutely is just white noise. It's it's because it's because the chorus and like a lot of the music has like these like simple lyrics Mm -hmm. that that are all like soaring melodies that are just like a couple words. And so like there isn't a lot of lyrical power behind (laughs) any of the any of the songs. Like there are there are a few verses in like a few songs uh like and I'm talking about the uh of the the two lovers like uh, of uh-huh. like some most of those songs there are a few like verses that have that have a, like some rhythm and like right. a little bit of rhythmic interest mm-hmm. and a little bit of lyrical like power that whether or not it tells a little bit of a story mm-hmm. um but yeah a lot of them a lot of the songs rely on soaring melodies that s- are sung on really bad cliches <laughs> Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, yes. like cliched lyrics to the max. Yeah, um, for sure. To the point where you can predict them, not just because like yeah. you're smart and you know what rhymes, but like it's or in some cases that scenario is totally reversed in things like three little words when Sam is like, "This is how I tell you I love you when I make you scrambled eggs." Right. Like, <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> Uh, what? Oh my if god! My boyfriend told me that he could. He showed me he loved me by making me scrambled eggs. I would, I would make him a ghost. Like, <laughs> why? 
why is she but like isn't that so sweet man? like some of the things so he says bad. are so sweet i'm I like mean, like oh but i i have a problem with uh, i think that song is actually like one of the better ones uh, really oh no um, because <laughs> okay, I, that that song. I, I couldn't stand song. that song it's, it's not a great song but i think that lyrically it actually like it, it has like a sentimental thing that and it explains the whole ditto thing like sure. that, that was a oh huge God, part have, of the movie. I have a good note ditto. about the ditto thing. Like so, yeah. so corny, oh, so, so silly. So that is part of but the also, movie. Yes, that okay. is a huge part of the movie. Like that that yeah. word ditto, okay. like has is a huge part of the movie. Got it. And so it must be because ditto is truly like late eighties, early nineties. Oh, totally. Yeah, it must be from the absolutely. movie because nobody's a ditto. <laughs> <laughs> now it would be same. Same. In today's yeah, same. world, it would be same. Same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of ditto. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's it's really funny that <laughs> that song <laughs> you guys hate so much, but um, <laughs> I, I I think that they they did a disservice to themselves in. Uh, in making it such a like lovey dovey song, sure. Uh, because because yeah. there's actually a lot of tension between Molly and him during that song. She's like, no, just fucking say it. And he's right. like, it's like, but I do this and I do that. And she's like, no, but I. She's like, and she's like, sometimes I need to hear it, Sam. I need to hear right. it. Uh, I and, love her. Oh, I love Molly. Yeah, yeah and Molly's I love her great. voice. So exactly. anytime Molly is singing, I'm like, you're like, I'm in. Okay, I'm on, in. I'm right. back on board. Yeah. Totally, because. Yeah. <clears throat> like Cassie Levy is a fucking musical theater Amazing. national treasure. She, oh, sure. Her voice. And it. she totally shines in this musical. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Yeah, she's, agree. she's probably one of the better parts of the of the show. Yeah. yeah. I, she just has such great, <laughs> like, pop sensibility. Because because the music really is so poppy. It's yes. Absolutely. It's super just I mean, like I mean it's written by, music. it's written by, like, pop artists. Right. Um. So. Right. It's. Like, which is something that I admire about the musical is that mm-hmm. it blends pop music and musical theater pretty well. Absolutely, I would say jumping but, off that point, but I not, feel like because there are so many musicals now that do it better. Ex- like, there, yes, that's absolutely it's so true. true. There were many that did it better before and after yeah. it. and yes. I feel like I feel like with the fact that they did it pop <laughs> pop music, and I know the movie is from the '90s, but like there's some songs where I'm just like, we are in the '90s. Like, do you I'm, think? Oh, absolutely! Like oh my god, I don't even remember what I was listening to, but I just I put down. This music is surprisingly 90s, even though it, it was written in 2011. I mean, that is surprising. I did not get that vibe. Oh my all. god, I felt like there was one song where I, I can't remember which one it was. I should have written it down, but I was like, but again, am I listening I to like really like the song music in the 90s? The song that the villain sings, um, uh, more. No, or, um, yes. the the late one where he's like comforting uh, uh, Molly. He's like, oh yeah, I think it was that yeah, one. Like, oh, we'll turn on a dime. Yeah. Turn, on, turn a dime, on a dime. Yeah, yeah. That that one is so nineties. Yeah, he's like, I'll buy that. I'm like, oh man, just like these short clipped phrases. Yeah, like it's so nineties. Yeah, it's it was. I think that was the one that I was like, why are we stuck in 1990? I, I do want to go back just super quick. Sure. Um, I think the reason Three Little Words like j- was so jarring for me is that we just come off company from last week. Yeah. And so like Three Little Words in juxtaposition with little things you do together. Like this is an example like right next to each other about oh, these yeah. are songs about things that couples do when they're a couple to like being in love, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. And like, Company just does it so much better. <laughs> like, give it up for Steven Sondheim. He Absolutely. does it so much better. Absolutely. It's so much 
it's so less it's just not clunky it's so smooth and it just works and this was just like I, I was so annoyed with Sam. Like, I just kept being like, Molly, why do you not have friends? Like, <laughs> who is telling you to stay with this man? She doesn't who? have, she doesn't have like a sassy gay friend that's like, oh, girl, you got to leave him. <laughs> like, she just got no one, after yeah. he's dead. Oh, girl, you in danger. <laughs> oh, you in danger, girl. Like, that's, that's all she has. Uh, Otome's the only person she has looking out for her. And, and that is, that is one then, of the things that's so terrible about the musical is that the characters are pretty weak like yeah like molly no, even said she's like my whole life he was my whole life I, like what do i have now like in one of her songs she's like oh you took my life you took yeah. my world i'm like girl oh, with you that's that isn't that with you yeah, yeah. yes it is which yeah, is I'm my like, favorite song of the show it, and uh, still <laughs> she's i'm like he's your that is boyfriend. that's hilarious he to me say, he could not even say i love you too and he right. was your life for real? Right. Like, mm-hmm. this must have been your first relationship. I'm mad about it. <laughs> I'm so mad. Hashtag she, like, she like, definitely fell into that trap of, like, this is the guy that I'm going to be with forever. Oh, my God. And he was such a fuckboy. Yeah. Like, he was like, clearly, such a fuckboy. Clearly, she lost her virginity to him. Oh, oh like, yeah. sure. Now she's just, like, ate up. <laughs> I can't. I it's, can't. It's such a wild, like, juxtaposition now that you bring it up from, like, looking at all the, f- like, amazing women characters in company last week and now coming <laughs> here and she's, like, fully, like, Sam dies and she's just, like, a shell of yeah. a human. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is, like, Sam I mean, obviously, like, yeah, like, if, you're, if your lover dies, it's gonna happen, but, like, she is if, nothing. If your lover with... gets murdered in front of you, right. yeah, that's gonna mess with it's you. It's gonna mess yeah. with but you. Like, but like her characterization is entirely life? surrounded by Sam. It's, it's defined by it's him. Like, yeah, it's, it's by absolutely. Him. Yeah. And it's so funny because they don't even yeah. like she doesn't call her parents. No. She doesn't have like a friend to talk to. She only talks to the guy who set up the murder. Exactly. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like that's your thing. that's your boyfriend's co-worker like why who had him killed yeah like, like why are you gonna talk to him <laughs> like going on? were you guys friends too like there's no there's no background to yeah. that relationship and it's oh my god so, and the upsetting. only other woman that she talks to in the show is oda may and she doesn't trust oda may yeah like it doesn't make any sense it, and she's talking to oda may about sam oh mm-hmm. this show doesn't pass the bechdel test <laughs> God. So we go from them fighting about not being able to say I love you, him not being able to say I love you, to him smoothing things over and like solving the problem by singing the most oversung version of Unchained Melody that I've ever been forced to listen to. <laughs> um, and I watched like seven seasons of American Idol. So like yeah. I have seen <laughs> so a lot it's of all, terrible things. All over there. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. But this was truly up there. Like, Buddy, Unchained Melody is a beautiful song all by itself. Just sing it straight. And yet, <laughs> I'm forced to listen to your insane phrasing. <laughs> and for some reason, an Elvis impression. Oh, but the Elvis Why? impression is so good. Oh, it's just like. <laughs> Oh, I flood oh, his Does he do like a like a little dance with it? Does yeah, he like he, do the I mean, hip? he has his guitar. Yeah, he plays okay. it on stage, okay. which is impressive. Thrust at her to that seduce is, her into forgetting. That is impressive. He, he plays he plays guitar live on stage, <laughs> and he does a little bit of like oh. hip thrusty, like like Elvis hips. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you He's know, with Elvis like a hot, Elvis, with like a hot Australian guy doing that in front of me, I could get behind. Yeah. That. 
Uh, because I'm weak. But it suffers from that from that like musical theater trope where somebody's singing to somebody else and Molly's just kind of like sitting there. Yeah, just yeah. like like oh, oh my god, Sam. What do I do with my arms? Yeah. <laughs> I was in a fight with someone and they just started playing the guitar at me. And I want you guys to know, coming from a person who's literally had their boyfriend fall asleep mid fight, that a guitar would make me even mad. I could definitely see you beating somebody with the guitar. I'd smash it. I would smash it. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, I don't I see how I don't see so much. I'm so glad he's dead. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad he's dead. Oh my god! Jesus! So sad, though. Uh, um, I know. Sorry. I I feel like the song that reminded me the most of American Psycho was more. The like yeah, the song about capitalism. Totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, which is which is my least favorite song in the show. It's so bad. Yes. It's so yes, bad. Yes, yes, yes. That is a perfect example of it somehow doesn't flow. It's poppy. Yeah. It's repetitive yeah. for reasons I can't figure out. It does nothing to convey like the hustle and bustle of the city. No, it just feels noisy all. and yeah. It's jarring. It's so funny because in, in the staging of it, the staging of it was actually pretty brilliant. Yeah. Um. There was really, really great like movement choreography amongst the chorus, which there was a chorus. In case you didn't know, I kind of figured a that there was yeah. because they have m- multiple, multiple tap numbers. Or oh yeah, I got. Are there are there tap numbers? <laughs> what I thought one the, tap the, number, there's one tap, there's one tap yeah. number. Okay, I thought the other one with uh, the second Odame song. I thought that was a tap number because I heard like tapping in the music, and I was like, "Is this a tap number? or Is that just drums?" I don't remember. <laughs> I, I remember there okay. was some. There was only one tap number. Yeah, I think so. Okay, they but the chorus is just so unnecessary, which is another thing that plagues the musicals that like. Why is there yes. a chorus? Yeah. Why is this song yes. necessary? Like, you don't need a whole song to tell me that you're in New York City. Exactly. Like, all you have yeah. to do have it, one character be like, "Oh, I was down in like the Lower East Side," and you're like, "Okay, we're in New York." Like, yeah, you don't need that. And and they're like really trying to drive home this like money is all like yeah. the the power in New York City and it's what drives people and there's this ambition like they're trying to they're trying to give that impression to this character, but there are so many other ways to characterize absolutely the bad guy yeah. and and it's weird because it's like it's trying to make us empathize with carl a little bit a like little bit. yeah I, I felt like on my second listen through after having heard the wiki and understanding what was happening <laughs> um i was because like you truly get no plot from the music whatsoever yeah no like no none you gotta all. know you gotta know going in mm-hmm. <laughs> I was very lost um, my first listen through. I didn't know what was going on. We need we need to discuss the literal bad ombre that is the villain. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. Oh, it oh is my gosh. such a because racist story. Holy shit. I was shit. driving through Illinois <laughs> oh listening to this musical and he says, Give me the money essay or something like that. Yeah, he, he says, says essay in this thick caricature of an of a Mexican accent and I slammed on the brakes <laughs> and screamed to nobody what <laughs> like in 2012 why is this happening I know it was it was a terrible choice it. on the director and the producer's part yeah like, absolutely like yeah that like that that flew in the 90s because it was the 90s yeah 
But it like, doesn't even matter that his name is Willie Lopez. No, like, it doesn't. You, that's just his name. It's he could have been Filipino. That, that was the characterization. Yeah, he could have been. He could have been white. He, like you don't need to make him a racist character. No, and you can fucking change his name. Like yeah. if, if, you, if you think that's that's the problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like no, right. no. Just like you're literally writing the book. Yeah, <laughs> like yes. you, you have control it. over it. You're doing this. Like the levels of pay that this had to go through to get exactly. things to be on Broadway, yeah. and no one was like, maybe we shouldn't have the violent mugger say essay, right? <laughs> accent yeah what it's almost i almost it's feel funny. i almost feel like donald trump was a backer on this show and he was the one that was like yeah no this is cool donald trump doesn't believe in supporting the arts that's so that's true. not true that is absolutely <laughs> donald trump has never seen a broadway show <laughs> <laughs> no he just tweets at them angrily yeah. <laughs> um i just like could not i could not believe oh. when i tell y'all i was dumbfounded like it was, was i was not. i was like I was floored when I listened yeah. to it. Yeah. And I mean, even when I, I like yeah. saw I because I when I was reading the synopsis of the movie, I like clicked on the name of the actor who played Willie Lopez in the movie and I mm-hmm. saw the picture he of him as Willie Lopez. He? No, he was. But I was like, oh, oh they made okay. him look rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Yeah, like he was of the streets. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, I could get behind Why, it though? in the nineties, but like Mm-hmm. Not I could give up. I'm cool with 90s racism. Cool with 90s racism. <laughs> but like, I, I, it's like I understand that people were really, really racist, racist in the 90s, <laughs> and like, Still. I'm not okay with it. But I, I like, but like it's time to be better. Times and now we again, need to be better. Yeah. Again, you just feel like at some point the that there had been a sh- there's been a shift in consciousness Absolutely. and i feel like it happened prior to 2012 yeah. Yeah, we're like at the end of the first obama era like you need to like we need to move on yes <laughs> be better um and on top uh, on top of the willie lopez like characters characterization yes. um i yeah. the the subway ghost so oh, oh the rapping is People like people who hate Hamilton and make fun of the ra- the <laughs> yes. rhyme scheme in Hamilton, they yes. should listen to Focus because that's what they think Hamilton yes, is. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You want to hear Broadway rap? Listen to Focus because you know how you know, so you know how you know other than reactor. the Willie Lopez characterization that this was written and like produced by white people. Yeah. Focus. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> guys, guys, focus your attention like a nuclear reactor. Inscrutable. Inscrutable. What does that mean? I have no idea. Like it's a nuclear. Such a bad, yes. It's such a bad song. Like I couldn't wrap my mind around it. I was like, rap. I was like, also like, what Goodness. is this? The beat in the song oh. is completely there off. I was like, there, there isn't. There's like there no isn't. time in this no. song whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, and then he just starts screaming about how he's pushed on the tracks, and I'm like, okay, number one, my nightmare, but number two, why are we learning in this in the song? It's it's, a step above, like, well, I'm the ghost, and I'm here to say, (laughs) you mean the 1920s jazz tap number? Oh, oh. It must hold a record for first ghost tap number on Broadway, right? I, like, I honestly hope so. Okay, but uh, like, for as terrible as that song is, the scene 
was mind blowing. Really, mind blowing. I have to imagine that because, it must have been a, at least better to have seen it with visual aspects. Yes, because uh, because this is like the thing about ghosts that yeah. made it that made it so enthralling were the magic special effects. Sure. Uh, the first of which you which see is why when I was nominated. Yes, I right. The first of which you see when Sam gets killed. So mm-hmm. uh, Willie Lopez like grabs his wallet and they they fight over it. Bang! He gets shot. Um mannequin falls out of nowhere from right behind <gasps> Sam. Boom! Like a heavy ass mannequin. Boom! Hits the ground and he's standing there. All of a sudden, blue light on him. It's like uh-huh. magic, and and he's like Broadway he's still magic. going, and I so love in the magic so yeah, much, it's incredible. <laughs> in the scene, he's still going, and and Molly's like, oh my god, Sam, and she's like over the body, mm-hmm. and he's still fighting, like running after Willie, and then he's and he's like, what? And then all of a sudden, he sees his body, and it like that moment was magic. Yeah, but it, it was just a precursor to all the magic that happens later because this subway scene was incredible. Like I was gagging the entire time mm-hmm. uh because because when he when he does that um i didn't do it you know mm-hmm. right whatever those lyrics are they aren't important <laughs> yeah. um, they truly do not matter you can make them up the 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 scene flashes so they're on the they're on the subway car there there are people on on the subway uh, with their like bags and belongings and stuff they're some of them are standing some of them are sitting sure um the scene goes into a strobe and everybody starts levitating. What? Everybody and everything starts levitating and switching positions. <gasps> like magic. And then and then the lights come on and they all drop into new positions. Insane. I I still have no idea how they did it. That's incredible. It, like, I would be interested. Because there cause there are like bars above yeah. them because people are holding it. Like yeah. I have no idea how they did it. That's insane. Um yeah, I was dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. Oh my god. Okay. See, I like I, that's Do you want to see that? Yeah, absolutely. I can understand like the show like having some mod- modicum of su- success because of like that aspect. Mm-hmm. If you just take it like the music away from it, I'm like, why is this show? Mm-hmm. Why yeah, does this show I would show never exist? listen to the music and then want to see the show. Yeah. I would have to be tricked into seeing the show first. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because the if you guys have seen Matilda, the same guy yeah. who did Matilda's illusions did Ghost oh, Illusions first. Okay, okay. So so like it was it was incredible. It was incredible. And I was actually like kind of disappointed with the Matilda illusions okay. because they weren't as incredible as ghosts. Wow. Hot interesting. Takes. This stage stage magic is a super interesting topic. Like I think it's really cool to dig into and I would encourage everyone to do that. Yeah, because absolutely. learning how to do stuff like that for the stage because the parameters are so specific. I think probably the illusions aren't as good in Matilda because it's kids. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah. They have to probably be a little bit more basic yeah. for kids to be able to pull sure. them off. That makes sense. But Although those kids do some my... incredible things. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> not just like... <laughs> I hated every way, single just... one of those kids during their Tony's mm-hmm. performance. I was like, fuck each and every single one of you. <laughs> Yours, individually, like, personally. Every, every, individually, personally, every individually, personally, and your parents. Yep. You are all yeah. five hundred times more talented than I will ever be in my Same. life. Same. I was like, ah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go kill myself. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so I went to see Once on This Island when I was still in New York, and <gasps> there's a little girl that sits on stage. Um, so right, they're telling the story to her about right. um, T Moon and um, 
I was sitting next to her mom and her little sister, like the mom and the little sister of the actress yeah. <laughs> who was on stage. And I was like just chatting with them, you know, because the girl was young. And so we were talking and I was like, how often are you like, she's like, oh, well, we live in Queens and like we'd have to come back. So we just stay a lot of the time to watch the show. But the, like it was just so normal. Oh my gosh. And, like, the girl was like singing along. And I was like, that's. Your sister is on Broadway. Right. <laughs> right. Like, Do you understand what this what? means? Ugh. And her mom was like, "Yeah, we're like really proud." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, but, should yeah, be. kids right. on Broadway are the best and also my nightmare. Yeah, but Broadway so. magic is like so just incredible. Like, I mean, from everything from like special effects like that to like quick changes mm-hmm. and like my, mm-hmm. like I will never be able to get over the fucking quick change in Legally Blonde. Oh, right yeah. Right at the beginning when she slides the slide down, down the pole. The uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't get how, because she has like a full <laughs> mask on and it has like the towel on her hair and all that. And, and she's just like comes down and is like fully like, beat to the gods and like full face full makeup like it's insane it is i broadway magic is incredible i love it it is one of my favorite things one of my favorite things (laughs) uh to go back to ball of wax which is the the 1920s tap number and let me and let me say that that number was cut from the from the american release production yeah from the american production So it's um, only in the London production. Yeah, that was only in the London production because when I when I heard the soundtrack, I was like, "What is this song?" <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and Probably I'm sure that's what you guys choice. were thinking too. Like, absolutely, what ah. is this garbage? Like, because the it's whole like point Beetlejuice the in the in the like office yes. where they're like, "I I got killed by this. I died by this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so and, like comical, and, like kind of mean because he's yeah. like, "I was too young," and and the lady's like, "We're all, we're all too, too young." young. Like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's nobody's it's never anyone's time. I'm like, you guys need to chill. He just died. Exactly. Like, the point the I was just saying the point of this song is that the ghosts are tap dancing because there's no other way to express like the yawning eternal malaise of like purgatory of being a ghost. <laughs> what a poetic. Like I have no other creative outlet. I, I mean, must tap. Yeah. I must. I must tap my emotions <laughs> I'm like they're all just like Sutton Foster groupies they're like you yeah. know what we'll really it's just it's Billy Elliot but like for ghosts <laughs> pretty much tap it out it's the angry dance with ghosts <laughs> but ghosts so it's truly amazing so if they didn't have that number what was in place of it nothing it went straight to the to the I had a life or I think uh or the, one of Sam's songs sure. yeah it went yeah. straight into that I believe um and it, which made so much more sense because it was it, it like sure it shows his longing and like his like his emotional range right sure. there. It's just like oh, um, instead of it's a weird comedy breakdown to yeah. be like I can't breathe. Oh my god, Molly, I'm trying to get to you. I'm dead, and be like, wah, wah, welcome to Man of Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then immediately back into <laughs> drama. <laughs> yeah, it Crazy. was. Yeah. Very strange. It was, uh, I mean, listening to it, it was just, it's so jarring. And you're just like, why is this yeah. here? <laughs> and, and, and like, yeah. like I said before we started, I saw the very first preview. Yeah. Was it in the first mm-hmm. preview or it was wasn't. it completely cut? It was, it was completely cut okay. for the free, first preview. Um, And so 
maybe they added it back in. <laughs> um, I think that it was a smart decision to cut it. Um, yeah, so, definitely. So, um, yeah. uh, also, um, at intermission. Okay, so I have to talk about the set for a second. Go um, for it. Yes, yes, please. Because uh, it was it was three LED screens that okay. that formed mm-hmm. like the sidewall, sidewall, backwall, um, and and then there was like the brick that you there's like brick above it because it was only one story okay. but the but the proscenium is two stories high and so sure. the second story was just all okay. brick which is strange um yes and so so the the back wall would come forward and that and that made like the subway scene and then it would break in two and mm-hmm. and or or like another i forgot if there was another set piece there was a set piece that came on mm-hmm. that had the door okay which okay. also Oh yeah, because he, he magic he, like walks, walks through, through the door. The door. He yeah. walks through the door. <sighs> I saw that, and like uh, there like, were a lot of like reviews like that mention him walking through the door. Incredible, yeah, incredible. Um, but yeah, he uh, he, <clears throat> like there's a set piece that comes on, and that has brick, like LED brick, sure, and then the, or that has normal brick, and then the other set piece has LED brick. So there's like this jarring, like the whole thing doesn't feel grounded because they use LED so much. Mm-hmm. Um. It, I feel like if they had used real set pieces, it might have it yeah. might have like carried a little bit more of emotional weight. Like, oh, I, I feel like these are real people in yeah. real places. But there was yeah. there was a lot of LED like weird abstract things being used. Like um, during during uh, the stock market number <laughs> more there was like there was like no, numbers no, like, were, like numbers scrolling number. and yeah. yeah and like like just lots of weird things like that that i was just like oh, this, yeah I, it, like i get it it's kind of artistic but it, it always felt like a cop-out and it mm-hmm. didn't it didn't help ground the show at all uh yeah i can see that i'm kind of like picturing that in the way that i remember american psycho mm-hmm. being a li- like very similar yeah. to that kind of thing where they mostly used projections mm-hmm. and everything else was just like there yeah I do feel like being able to see this would lend to a yeah, little more. definitely. Like, it's not even just suspension of disbelief. It's just, like, being able to focus and pay attention to what is happening would help if I had, you know, something, uh, like, to look at. <laughs> I don't always feel like that with a show, but this one I feel like I would need to be seeing. And also, it's very clear that, a lot is happening not just in the music the oh, music absolutely. is very secondary to the book like the it's it's clearly the plot is happening when you can't hear it yeah. because <laughs> if you try and suss it out through just the music you will truly be lost truly. Um, on that note i just oh yeah yeah it. no no you're good let's wrap it up let's okay. let's um, so on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, so this is your intermish. You get five minutes or yeah. whatever. The fuck. I don't know. <laughs> we will be flashing the lights. <laughs> we will be flashing the lights when we before we return. So we'll Answer. be back in a sec. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome back. We're back. We're back, baby. Uh, can hey, we start baby. off the second half discussing Are You a Believer? Because it is one of only two songs in this show that I enjoy. It's true. Wait, um, um, Meryl. I and I really, you, really liked it. I did cut you off. Did you have another note that you wanted to bring up before the intermission? It was this one. Okay. Are You a Believer? Perfect. Great. That's it. Great. Love <laughs> just, it. Just wanted to 
a comment that a I liked two songs and this is one of them. <laughs> it, uh, it is fully a bop. Yes. 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 Fully. And it's, it's comedy. It It's comedy. It's yeah. campy. It's Broadway. It's comedy. It is. It's full, like, Broadway humor. Yeah. And it's and, great. And it's very successful. Yeah. Very successful. Oh, for sure. And staged, it's funny and cute because, like, the little old lady is very, like, little old lady. Sure. Uh, and when she sings at the end, it, it's, you're just, yeah. you just gag a little bit. You're like, ah! Yeah. And I could, you, like, just from listening to it, you can, like, tell that it was would have been, like, great to see. Mm-hmm. Because with a her. A fun yeah, stage number. Because, mm-hmm. like, with her, like, doing the reading with the old lady and then mm-hmm. Sam in the background and he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, who's there? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. great. Yes. It sounds yes. so fun. We, we were saying a little bit off mic, or I was saying off mic, that, like, all the songs are at the same level. Like, they're all at a 10, or they're all at a 3. Like, there's no variation, but this is I mean, one where like it a works. Seven. Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> it, 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 it is a high-energy number, but mm. it works in the sense that it's more like a gospel yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of vibe to it. And in it, that works in this one song it doesn't work song after song after song after song like a whole musical can't be out of 10 but in this song it's again high octane i really liked it super energetic yeah uh divine stuff is uh, great um that's singing in this right that's Mm. her name the actress's name, she is super fun and charismatic and interesting, and I am engaged yeah. with whatever she's doing. Well, she was the one who's uh, nominated for the Tony, which is like, it makes sense because she- Well-deserved. But I Very well-deserved. I don't sure. believe that she is the one on the original cast recording. Oh, is she not? I believe it was a different, okay. it was a different actress playing it on the West End. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, but I mean, and, and I, I mean, regardless, they yeah, both were super talented and yeah, like for sure super had had a great charisma. Yeah, yeah, you it definitely is selling you. You have to be on her side, even though she's clearly running a scam. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to like her as a character, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of where, um, in my opinion, Sister Act the musical failed. Um, is that I didn't ever think I find their characters to be similar just Mm -hmm. in like it's you have to care like the main character of that like I just felt like she wasn't as interesting I just didn't think that she did a good enough job of like Mm -hmm. letting us like her and also being not really a great that makes sense and I feel like Oda May is like one of the only fleshed out characters. Yes. Like she's really the, sure. like one of the most, the only well-rounded character in the entire show. It, well, like. it's funny because I feel like in order to have a well, well-rounded character, you have to have some kind of polarity within the character. Like right. Otome is a good, like you, you, you know that she is a good person, even though she's running a scam. Exactly. And so there's that polarity yeah. of like, she she's a good person. She's doing good things, but she normally does bad things. And so, right. so like you have I feel like there has to be those innate qualities and cause there's that mm-hmm. in everybody. Like we're all like exactly. good and bad and, and you only get one sure. note from Sam and Molly. Absolutely. Love. Like you're just yeah. like right. love and love. And, but like, we what, are in what love. do they hate? Like what, what do they exactly? Like, 
like we yeah. wanted to see them fight. Yeah. We wanted to see them right. fight somebody else or like, you and know. like when you do see them fight, it still comes back to that one note of yeah. like the two of them being in love. Yeah. It's very boring. And like mm-hmm. the banker guy, what the fuck is his name? Carl. Carl. Um, I don't care Carl. about him. I don't fully don't care about him at all. He's also a no, one note character. Totally. Like he's irrelevant but to me. The, he's the, a bad guy. I should care about him. Exactly. He's the bad guy. And, and, and the best, the best part of his, his entire like, time on stage is yeah. is the scene with Molly where he's like kind of seducing her right and and the whole time I was Ugh. watching I'm like yes get it get it I'm like do it because because I'm just like let something happen right like, let some drama like actually happen because it's so much like internal like struggles like Molly's like oh like I have to get over Sam but I'm not over him and I want to find him blah, blah, right. and like and Sam's like I'm dead wow like it's all of this internalized stuff yeah. I'm like let something actually happen exactly. but then you get to like the that has consequences. Then you get to like Oda May and like she does the whole thing with like pretending to be Rita Miller and then she has this like four million dollars and she's like what do I do with this money? I can run away with it right now or I can go and do the right thing mm-hmm. and like that's a struggle that you see and it's not internal. Like exactly. she's like physically In a weird like, reference to Whitney Houston for reasons I have yet to suss out. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind it. Was like she doesn't is she saying Whitney? I'm like, she's singing I Will Always Love You. Like this is Whitney Houston for some reason. I That's very funny. Didn't understand. Also very nineties. Yeah. Um, also very nineties. The show <laughs> really tries to be a product of its yes. time, and it does. I not will work. say when Carl is seducing Molly or whatever in that song, when Sam gets all mad and he says, You steal my love, you kill me twice. Yeah. It's like, this is some Shakespearean Truly. Like, mm. language here. <laughs> like, you steal my life. Yeah, the ghost like, in Hamlet is very pissed twice. off. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's calming for you, right? Honey. Oh, right. God. and it, it's a that line is such a departure from like the verbiage that they would normally use. It's like right. it's like there are no other rhetorical devices used. Oh, no. yeah, any it's heightened words. in such a way that yeah. it is. It's like ridiculous noticeable and yeah and weird in a bad way yeah did they use a lot of the lines from the movie in the show or like i mean other than like ditto and like that kind of thing um i don't really know i I mean i watched the show a lot as a child sure like it was on repeat (laughs) (laughs) it was like that and barney for some reason okay (laughs) thanks mom (laughs) that's why i'm gay (laughs) um Patrick but, turned. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's but true. yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Because um, I'm just like curious to know, like if the like what like the playwright was doing, like if he's basing it off this movie and like the movie is supposedly so good. I mean, like can't be to like all get out, but like if you're translating it to the stage, like are you gonna use some of the same lie like lines and dialogue, or are you like completely making this up from scratch and if you are, you're not doing a good job at it. <laughs> like, That's I don't, true. I don't get it. I don't know. It's because, like, it's, I think of, like, other movie-to-stage adaptations, like American Psycho and, like, Heather's a Musical mm-hmm. and, like, even, like, literally any Disney movie that's yeah. ever been created. It's, like, word for word. It's basically word for word. And, like, or, like, if they are using new dialogue, they're peppering in that old dialogue from the movie mm-hmm. that you would know, mm. which kind of like 
I mean, calls back to the movie, but then also yeah. like you're using that dialogue that worked already mm. and you're not starting from scratch. Whereas I feel like this is probably starting from scratch and no it's not good. I mean, I don't I, know. I wish I, I don't know. I, I never saw I dirty dancing either. Yeah. Cause that would, but I think it's similar. Cause I kind of felt that too. I wonder if people like it the same way. Yeah. Wait, what? Dirty dancing. I wonder oh. if, because I know that kind of has, I mean, I don't know if Ghost has the same following, but I know Dirty Dancing has kind of, um, yeah. like, tour has, like, kind yeah. of a rabid following mm-hmm. in that people, like, it's, like, turn out for Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's similar to Ghost or if they actually just did a remake of the movie, if they just, like, line for line yeah. from Dirty Dancing. I'd be interested I feel like no one that. talks about Ghost. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I mean, like, I didn't even realize Ghost was a musical until <laughs> you <laughs> until this episode. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truly, did not know. know. It's an interesting question that I would really like to know, but also I'm not that invested in. <laughs> no, I, I'll forget about this immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with you is my favorite song by a mile. That's very definitely. That's by very a mile. Funny. Definitely. That's my favorite song. It's, it's I it's listen when I think about it in the context of the situation it's bonkers but it is a beautiful and emotional song like it make it got me choked up I was legitimately like she does such a good job she's a good actress and yeah, a absolutely. beautiful singer yeah. and it's super pretty and it has a great emotional well build. done it does it does. It, does. it builds, it which builds. is something that can't be said for almost any of the other songs. <laughs> it builds. <laughs> and so it takes you to a point. And it's the build of you took my days, you took my nights, you took yeah. my you know, hopes, you took my dreams, you took my life, you took my world. I yeah. don't know. It's just if they had been married, that's a weird thing to say, but like if they had been oh able God. to say I love you close. to one another, like and not just ditto, then I it would have been I, I would have been good with it in the world of the musical. But as it stands, I like it just that'll be the one song that I come away from this musical being like, that's a song I'd and I definitely think playlist, that that know? is the one song that did come away from this musical that like entered the musical theater canon. Sure. It's like, yes. I, I've seen tons of girls sing that song and I, I can it. see that. Perfect. Yeah, it's I such a pretty that. like, like high, it's a good like upper range, just like mm-hmm. fluttery and pretty. There's not a lot of belt to it, but it's there just can like, be. It's kind of like, mm. it, there can be, but it just kind of like flutters along. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> because, because the, the moment that I like just was crushed and like fell in love uh, with Molly mm-hmm. was, uh, was when she sings that line. Um, I keep thinking that you'll be calling. Uh, everyone knows that it's all, and she squelts that yes. that note. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's all in my head, and I can't accept yes, it yeah. yet. I keep thinking that you'll go yeah. in, and I know that yeah. live, like, that mm-hmm. live. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> my yeah. god, and then. And then, because she's a good musical theater actress, she cuts it immediately. And, like, right after that belt, she cuts it down to just, like, Yes. Just, like, it's so high and so just... Yes, like, it just like the the Molly unsupported and shaky in a way that conveys emotion. It's so nice. I love it. It is my favorite song by a mile. Gorgeous. 
<laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous song and yeah. like beautifully yeah. sung. And it's and it's built beautifully, like that that pause right before she comes back in oh, with yeah. the with the key change. Oh yeah, so, like, yes. Just it, it just like I live l- sets back down so mm-hmm. gracefully and like yes, nothing was solved. It like really <laughs> it like really does like the fact that that song is like such a like emotionally and I mean it does speak to the actress like uh, actress's ability, but at the same time I'm sure. asking myself like but someone wrote how it. is this song written so well and everything else is trash (laughs) everything else is bad why didn't you put the same amount of work into every other song it's so funny they wrote that one and they were like we could make up some more to go with it we have two days can't do that can't do that we have to open in manchester real fast Yeah. It's it's yeah. so funny because they oh, they even said like in in the program notes they're like like we really feel like the the musical is centered around yeah. Molly's journey and the the two songs that she sings encapsulate her journey and and they yeah. do yeah, like absolutely. I think that's where they really succeed they do. is Come where on. like with you like heartbroken and then uh like another day yeah like totally mm-hmm. totally like there's a fresh perspective she she like acknowledged her mourning and. And she knows that, like, she's going to go on. Right. So I, I feel like, really, those two songs are, like, the pillars of the musical and really carry, like, mm-hmm. most of the score. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah, those two songs and then a Believer, I think, are, like, three of the best songs in the show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a weird, like, half-cooked theory that I've been sort of developing where I feel like Grey's Anatomy, like, broke a lot of audiences' ability to, like, believe in a relationship, or at least it did for me, that doesn't take 12 years to build, <laughs> like, <laughs> with, like, Meredith Grey and, and oh, my God, I can't even think of his name. I can only think uh, of Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Mr. Mc, uh, McSteamy? Is yeah, he McSteamy? Mc, or? McDreamy. No. McDreamy. McDreamy. McDreamy's the other one. His name. Hold on. Oh, my God. Holy crap. I can't think of his name. Doesn't matter. Anyway, you guys know who I'm talking about. Yeah. We're all but, with you. Th- like, we had 12 years to build a relationship and a life and a marriage and like we fell in love with him and then when they killed him they killed him like <laughs> i you know, haven't I'm seen sorry. that far <laughs> oh, oh my god oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm sorry it's like four seasons ago I'm so sorry. <laughs> i only watched like the first season i thought because it, <laughs> it was after but, desperate housewives but they yeah uh, they kill him but like it's show. affecting because you've seen their relationship yeah like, you're like oh For this sure. is really sad and i'm so sad because and now I have like an inability to believe anybody's in a relationship if I haven't seen like two hundred hours of their relationship <laughs> I mean, that's, played out over twelve years for me. That's kind sure. of how I feel about all like movies and shows right now. Is that or like movies and yeah. like plays? Is that like TV has ruined yes. characters for me because oh for because, sure like, yes, if, if I haven't seen been with this character and like. Like for I a certain amount of time, like, like I don't care, and yeah. like I don't believe into them. that. Yeah, I'm like I just don't believe it. I don't trust it. your motivation. Tr- exactly. Right. I just right. I like it's kind of ruined. Yeah, television like, entertainment a little bit because really because you get to know characters way. and like their for sure, and you get to like see them being so you much. You get to see them like change and grow over mm-hmm. the years, and like 
they just become kind of a part of you mm-hmm. and you become so invested in shows because you spend so f- much time with them. Whereas like a musical, you're but like, I think okay, the two other hours, problem, boop, I'm done. Yeah. And it has to be done. Yeah. So I think well. the other yeah. problem is that movies don't, they don't make like romantic comedies or even romantic dramas very much anymore. Mm. And like, you don't have characters like you don't have character actors or just actors like Patrick Swayze where you, or like Tom Hanks or like Meg Ryan, just like people who were in movies over and over and over again in that role. Mm. And like, even though the characters were different movie to movie, you trusted. Yeah. And so the chemistry worked for you because you were like, oh, well, I know him from like mm-hmm. whatever movie. Like, I saw Dirty Dancing, so I buy Ghost. Or I saw Sleepless in Seattle, so You've Got Mail also works because I'm seeing like I know Tom Hanks. I'm familiar yeah. with Tom Hanks. I don't know. I feel like uh, you know that he's lovable and trusting. Sort of, yeah, like... but I, I have to interject in here because I mean like yeah. – Doug oh, no. Jones is such an incredible body actor, and we just saw him in Shape of Water, and I trust him completely. <laughs> that is such That's a that is tr- the romantic comedy of the life. ages. Like you gotta get that fish dick. That's true. I trust that hard-boiled egg-eating oh fish with my life. <laughs> I can't. Hey Nick, have you seen Shape of Water? He put his uh, thumbs up, and also he gave oh, two um, middle very fingers. Very good joke. <laughs> One time, so Nick and I saw Shape of Water together, and (laughs) the next night, we were out together, and he turned to me and was like, have you seen Shape of Water? Completely seriously. And I was like, yeah, with you. So fucking rude. 12 hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) We sat next to each other. We bought tickets together. We left. Like, we were together through that process. Oh, my gosh. That was incredible. Um, anyway, his brain is broken. That's okay. All their brains I, are once I, all I have is Broadway focus is, a, is bad in a terrible rapping way. Um, yeah. Again, <laughs> cannot emphasize enough. Bad. Focus um, is so terrible. Um, oh, um, there is there is one one thing that I think that the uh, that the writers did really well mm-hmm. is I feel okay. like I'm interested. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like they were they did a really good job at like even though the lyrics don't mean Seems anything, yeah, they were really good yeah. at at doing this trio thing um, that a lot of musicals do. Yeah, they just decided to do it a lot. Like they're like we're gonna do it in the middle of the first act, at the oh end of the first God. act, in the at the beginning of yeah. the second act, yeah, and at the yeah. end, it's just like. They like went all in. On yeah, the trio. they were like, "Oh, like trio lines, so hot right now, yeah, so yeah. hot right mm-hmm. now." <laughs> um, and so hot. But but the the melodies are really beautiful. Like yeah, uh, absolutely. Like in in rain, um, is it's it's I think I think rain is actually like a beautiful introduction to the second act. Um, I think that that rain. Molly refresh my memory. Um, I know they're all kind of like blending. It's together the beginning of the, of the of the second act. Um, uh, it's like uh, uh, here. I'm gonna play it for a second. I have a whiskey oh, yeah, stuck I was in gonna my pull head, it so I can't think of anything else. Hold on. Hold oh. it to the mic. Yeah, play it. Hold it right up there, baby. So I think that this dissonance is like is like. A kind of smart thing, you know. It's sure. like, oh, there's like this internal struggle, blah 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 blah, blah. and like the 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 like guitar is, is really steely, um, yeah. and sh- and her lines are 
mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the melody is is pretty. It's yeah. like one of those one note melodies. Uh, it's very Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Taylor. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but then, but then Sam comes back in, and he and he sings "Hold On." Yeah. And and so, mm-hmm. like, it's those kinds of things that that they did really well they're like oh we understand that we can have several melodies going um that sure. each are soaring beautiful and right. are within the same chord structure um so i yeah. think i think there were things that they did really well but it's just like it was missing it, it, it wasn't it wasn't phantom of the opera no it was it had no substance it wasn't that the trio at the end of the phantom of the opera no. like like there wasn't it yeah. i don't know here's what i could use more of is dissonance i could use more of that like beginning of that song where it's just very discordant yes it's a musical about ghosts give me creep city (laughs) give me spooky ooky kooky i definitely agree with that i agree with that and i feel like maybe that's what they were trying to do with focus but then it just completely went off the rails yeah, I don't think they, oh, I don't think they <laughs> rails. That was a subway joke. <laughs> Not do really. They, that was. Un- do they use bucket drummers? <laughs> like, why wouldn't they use bucket drummers <laughs> right. to keep the beat and give some siblings of that would at least be like topical? Come on, Meryl. And yeah, in it the- would be problem solving. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta, Something we gotta get a so revival good. of Ghost up here. We're gonna direct it. So good. Yeah. Um. Somebody, let me get in on this. Yeah. Please. I, I, Ground floor, right here. Totally that. Yeah. It, there wasn't enough of like a cool factor. Like everything's like very like major sounding. Yeah. Or like in like he's so a mode mad. that we're very familiar yeah, with. It's absolutely. like it's like change it up. Give me give me some kind of mode that that like frightens me or like makes me feel something different because because right. it's like you can't or uncomfortable stop. yeah or yeah like that i'm stuck in between worlds like i'm trying to get to like mm-hmm. i can't quite find the note i'm halfway between this and this i'm using mm-hmm. a lot of sharps whatever give me something right yeah that's where i think the pop fails in this musical is yeah. that it's too normal and it's too easy easy to kind of tune out because it sounds like top 40 it's something that in a way that before. is not moving yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah uh, it's like the lower 40 of the top 40 the, <laughs> the, the top 40 that you're like yeah I've heard it I get what you're doing it's fine who is like it? on a long drive you know who right. is it it's like Rita Ora or like something yeah <laughs> yes Yes, it is. Yes, Ghost the Musical is Rita Ora. Exactly. You know, we know who she is. I want Dua Lipa, and you're giving me Rita Ora. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, I feel like Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa is also is comparable. Amazing. Oh, okay. super is. I, I mean, I love Dua Lipa. I love Dua Lipa. But, but I, I also, like only just got onto her bandwagon. Oh, She's really? incredible. She's incredible. Yeah, I love her. I yeah. um, take her album. So I was um, trying to look at the 2011, 2012, like, Tony season to mm-hmm. see if, like, this was a thing with the music that was happening at the time and it really wasn't i mean i mean like i said spider-man was well yeah like spider-man but coming out or had already come out i don't remember uh yeah i think i mean it was around that time but like i'm i was like looking to see if it was like if there were any other shows that did like the poppy like one note four chorus mm, yeah. like yeah. four chord chorus kind of thing but it was like the that year the season was like one sleep of faith but once once is all. Once is music. pop. Yeah, it's Once all. Once is 
once yeah, it's, but it's yeah. all but pop, it's like, but it does it in the right way exactly. because because yes, the lyrics does, are super yeah. beautiful. They're very poetic, yes. and and it's pop for a reason because they're in a band. Because they're in a band. Yeah. The and lyrics the whole thing takes place in ones a bar. matter. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. But it's, the lyrics are compelling in a way compelling. that the lyrics in this and show are. And it's done the right way. Totally. Not. But like the the rest of that season is like nice work if you can get it and newsies and like yeah. that's all like that's not pop music. So I I was just trying to see if that was like a product of the times, but when did Spider-Man come out? Yeah, I think 2012 is about right. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. darn close to that. Yeah, I feel like it was on Broadway. It was, it was a year before. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was it plagued with delays, it... wasn't it? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it opened, it was in preview, was it was the longest like forever. running preview Yeah, ever. I think it was in preview for like a year and a half. Yeah, it was. Um, um, first preview in 2010 and opened in 2011. So it was like right around the time that Ghost was on. Okay. And I it was it right before. The day I moved to New York City. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Curse. It was like, <laughs> um, it's, their attempt at MCU before it became like this, like the cinematic. Yeah. Th- before it got big in movie theaters, because really, when you think about it, like maybe Iron Man came out in like. I feel like it was 2012 yeah. or like 2013. Like mm. really, when that started to gain traction, they were like, "How many reboots of Spider-Man can we do?" Because I feel like they were four in at that point, and they were like, "Let's try it on the stage," and it didn't work. And they were like, work. "Let's find a different superhero for a second. <laughs> like we were done with Batman, yeah. Spider-Man, Superman. Let's yeah. see well, what else for like the longest time. Marvel us. didn't even give them approval. Like Marvel like gave them the rights and all that, but then like they had to like approve the script of Spider." man and they just like kept being like you guys are bastardizing this entire story like what are you doing julie tamor you need to get your shit together and just like why i mean this is not about spider-man but i just have a lot of questions about spider-man and most of them are why (laughs) we'll do a spider-man episode why did that story need to be so Um, i guess i I guess it could also work for this musical why is this a story ultimately why is this a story that needs Needs to to be be told told on stage right Mm-hmm. Agreed. Why? Like, what does it? Why is it demanding the the production budget, the time, mm-hmm. the effort that it takes to create a show for Broadway? Yeah. And this is a what came out and b what you started with. Like, I'm just so <laughs> baffled. Just uh, I mean, like it, the. Yeah, I mean, it's <sighs> it's kind of funny. Uh, because with all the tech stuff that I'd heard about with <clears throat> Spider-Man, um, when I saw Ghost, uh, the intermission was an hour and 15 minutes long. No. <gasps> no, it uh, was because not. Of, because during the yeah. subway fight fight scene, one of the LED screens cracked. No. And so it went out and it was stuck on the subway scene for the rest of the act. And so they had to <gasps> go back and like fix it and replace it. Holy shit. Uh, no. That's like the fucking magic of previews. Like Jesus Christ. Right. I was. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's because you saw a preview. That's. Yeah. I mean, like, that's still better than shit. like previews of Spider-Man, oh, where like yeah. people were stuck in their harnesses <laughs> and like. I dangling. just I remember this. <laughs> like, like they're like dangling for like hours while the fucking stage crew is trying to hook them with a like. 
paint roller with an old old vaudeville crook. Someone had to run run to Harlem, the Apollo Theater, and run all the way back downtown. While this this poor actor is stuck in the harness for an hour trying to get down on stage. Like, that literally happened in Spider-Man. Like, it's insanity! But you know when I saw Spider-Man... All of those, all of those kids, actors, um, <laughs> yeah. all, all of them in their bio were like, so excited to be a part of this production. Yeah. Like, we, uh, we're yeah. such a great family. Like, we're having such a good time. And this is my first Broadway show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It's very fine that we've had six leads, all of whom are now paralyzed from the neck down. Oh. We are a family. <laughs> We're yes. a family. We're a family. We've been through trauma together. <laughs> so I can totally understand like a tech heavy show like Ghost having issues like yeah. that. Yeah, it previews. was it was shocking. I was like, we're all like, oh, what? What's with the screen? Like, why is it still stuck? on Did the-? you get free booze at least? Dang. <laughs> yeah. Did you like? Did they like comp you anything or anything like that? <laughs> what am I talking about? This for is my way. preview. I totally yeah. fucking did not for my that. preview like, performance. <laughs> you get what you get. That I probably and paid like twenty five dollars for. Let's be real. Um, yeah, but the uh, they charged you for time spent in their theater. Yeah, but I I did see the uh, uh, the composers or like the writers and stuff. They were like right in front of us, and then they okay. came back, and, and I was like, Ooh, I was like, cool. looking at them. I'm like, you guys look. <laughs> You're like, like, really? This is what you came up with? Right. Stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were cool though. That's were you awesome. like, did you guys stop halfway through and forget that you had stopped? <laughs> We're all looking at them you like you put in placeholder um, lyrics, but forgot to go but back. Forgot to go back. And <laughs> they only ever fin- and it just went to stage. Yeah, they only ever finished le- with you, and that was the only song they ever finished. And everything else yeah. was just like, <laughs> was yeah. like they forgot draft. to search and replace like all the other songs. <laughs> so stupid. Search and, and replace. Um, um, I my- the only other note I have is this unchained melody mashup is something <laughs> like. Wait, which one? Right at the very end. At the very end. Oh, like the yeah. ballet. That the, like, they're singing like yeah. here right now slash Unchained Melody. And I was just like at that point just exhausted. It was like I had run a marathon <laughs> and I could see that I just like it felt like I was on a treadmill. Like I couldn't get closer. Yeah. This uh, I'm running through molasses. I hate this. <laughs> Um, my final... I just am mad that they ruined Unchained Melody. I, I know. I the last note that I had about the finale, that final song, when he finally says mm-hmm. "I love you," and she says "Ditto." <gasps> oh, Ditto. I, I cried. I, I'm like, I know it's such a cried. sweet moment in the show, but I couldn't get it out of my head about how pissed she was that he kept saying "Ditto" at the beginning. Corny. And I was like, and I was like, this isn't just corny. This is her ripping him a new one. Ah! this is savage as fuck that's an interesting take I love it I I was like I was very and I knew that like it's not played that way but I was like you could totally play that moment as her just being like fuck you (laughs) ditto Ditto. and then he he walks up into heaven heaven. (laughs) (laughs) ditto get out of here I like your last words to someone Connor are spite just pure spite spite. like Uh-huh. I'm just sure. You do. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you do. <laughs> Me too. Like, <laughs> but also, like, those are your last words to him for real. I know. Okay. That's kind I mean, of like why I felt cute. like that. I, I see, and I loved it because I'm like, 
I'm like, oh my gosh, she she like understands that he loved her the whole time, and that like it 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 was enough to say ditto. Yeah. It, like there was enough feeling behind it that that like she's like, you know, ditto. Like right. I, like like I understand you. Like there was like a connection there that I was like, <gasps> yeah. And I just like I it's mean, like, I, I listened to this at the at the gym yeah. right before I came, and I was and I was like, I teared up while I, I'm like, oh my oh my god, don't. Listen, I get it. It's like one of those idi- idiosyncratic for me, things that like, did come he in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You what? <laughs> I said, oh, I said, oh, I get it. Like, oh. I get what it's supposed to be. But like, for me, it's like, did he love her? Like, <laughs> did he? Because I mean, he just talked about making scrambled eggs. And I feel like maybe he could have said, I love you too. I mean, he stayed in the initiated afterlife it. to like save her. Yeah. Like Molly, he you could and Danger have moved Girl. On. He could have moved on. He could have he moved stayed on. He stayed. For her. That was that's. that's Listen, sacrifice. this is going to get into like the logic of ghosts, and I just can't get into this because <laughs> we don't have a lot of time left. But I don't believe that ghosts have a choice. Okay, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. I don't want to get tweeted. That's for our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Go- it's our mini episode. Our mini ghost episode. On- Go- <laughs> ghosts reveal. Ghosts reveal um, the logic of ghosts. Um, yeah, I but think you on, can find that on our Patreon. On that note, please um, pay us twenty five dollars to access that episode. <laughs> it's for OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's for the harder fans. It's true. Uh, did you have any final notes on the show? Um, I did. I, I just wanted to say that, um, <laughs> like, I know we've been ripping on the music a lot. We kind of are ripping the musical a lot. But, I mean, but. I, like like I said, like, I kind of loved it. Yeah, um, that makes and, sense. Sure. Uh, and, and one of the things that I think was, was kind of great and not really done a lot was the use of, uh, like, synth and electronic music sounds. Okay. Like, there was a lot of, like, that mm-hmm. bubbly... Yeah. That really, I think, like, it worked for me for some reason. Okay. Uh, maybe because I I like that sound and it like brought that brought that like pop sensibility to it. Uh, but mm-hmm. I also think it's like something that wasn't wasn't really done a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's yeah. not it's not like cat synth where it's like. Um, it's it's like this. It's like the the new age sound of electronic music. Exactly. Um, that I I kind of like was like you have to give them props for doing something that was. But it was also kind of a little bit half-assed. Like I was like, yeah, I was like, I like give me more or like right. scrap or, it. Like don't do it at all. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was like the only thing that I didn't get to say. Okay, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Great. No, I get that. I I get what you're saying. I I hear it. I like that you had to uh, drag cats a little bit. Um, we love to drag cats. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's up, right. I forgot you're a uh, Sir so... Lloyd Webber fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's do Man and Tarot. Yeah. Um, okay. I know you just kind of talked about things you liked, Justin, but uh, Man share this for us. Why do you love all the reasons you love Ghost? All the reasons. I mean, the sentimentality <laughs> of it. The uh, uh-huh. I love. Uh, I mean, I'm a sucker for a good love story. And like, sure. Um, I'm a sucker for like beautiful harmonies and mm-hmm. um and and like the magic and the staging um if i were to ever stage this <laughs> i i would like i would make it In all all like crazy like i would bring it 
to the nth degree. Like, yeah. like do do the illusions and everything and all that crazy fun stuff. But then I would also make it make it more like do a lot more practical effects. Like when it's raining, mm-hmm. like have like they all have umbrellas or whatnot, and like have like a cup of water on a on the spike make of the umbrella rain. so that you it's actually raining that. over her. Make and like, it rain. Like just do like cool like simple practical effects right. that that would like give it a sense of grounded reality but still but still like a little bit of broadway magic because i mean that's that's what you're selling the show on absolutely you're selling it on the broadway magic and like the magic of theater and like that whole like disgustingly saccharine thing. right um so yeah but lean in the ghost lean into it lean yeah lean yeah. into Please. like the the saccharine kind of Insanity. like campiness sure. yeah and like yeah. it's because, I mean, the whole thing is yeah. silly. And, I mean... Crazy. Whoopi it's Goldberg okay. won an Oscar. <laughs> she did. She did win an Oscar for it. Uh, <sighs> for a movie, which, then I cannot stress enough, had a ghost fight. <laughs> where a man, whom was a ghost, killed another man. It's true. Yeah. By himself it, yeah. as it's a ghost. True. Oh my gosh! And that that sequence, that magic sequence, was insane. It was terrifying. Oh, I'm sure. A demon came out like and like <gasps> grabbed him and dragged him to hell. Oh, because they dragged him to hell, yeah. right? It was oh. it was frightening, and like the whole That's body. That's what I want the entire show to. Yeah, be. like the like, whole yeah. body thing happened yeah. where the mannequin yeah. goes boom, and then and then it's like, huh, huh? Oh my gosh, I'm dead. And then it's all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> It's just uh, like no. Legends of the Temple, like Legend of the Hidden Temple guard, yeah. like snatching someone and dragging <laughs> yeah. them into yeah. a closet. And then you never see that child again. Yeah. <laughs> they were yes. never heard from again. It was never heard from It again. was exactly like that feeling when yeah. you're a child. You're like, yes. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, <laughs> they become an urban legend. Yeah. Um, Meryl, man and chair this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I I won't. Um, I think if you are interested, listen to With You. I think it stands on its own. You don't need to know the backstory. It's a woman singing about someone who's died. That's all you need to know. I'm Um, surprised Bernadette Peters has. And put it, put it in your rep. Oh my God, she'd never. Tupac. Trying to imagine how that was happening. Well, I'm just saying because like she only sings songs about people who have. Died. You just need to imagine her down. in a silk, like very tight dress with her boobs overflowing, her bosom heaving, her heaving. hair yeah. flowing. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, the arms thinking. out, and tilted back, and tilted back. And then wig, wig fully like draped over her shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> her nipples are <laughs> centimeters from being exposed. Took my just millimeters. Like there's barely any <laughs> fabric over them. It's yeah. yeah. Oh, it's there. The aerial is just peaking. It's crazy. The vibrato though. Um, true. True. The such vibrato. <laughs> no pops. Um, <laughs> no pops in her vibratos like Bernie Ever. baby. No. Um, Bernadette Peter should never sing the song. Just so everyone is clear. <laughs> just so everyone's clear. It's so funny. I was listening to uh, "Not a Day Goes By," which yes. is, I guess, the, which is which is Bernadette what made which is what, exactly, exactly. Yeah. which is what made me think of <laughs> this because I'm like, oh, this is basically <laughs> the, the pop version of "Not a Day Goes By." <laughs> totally. <laughs> so 
I was listening to Not A Day Goes By and I was like singing along and I realized like, I, like I'm like i not a person who sings with vibrato, but like when you sing along with Bernadette <laughs> Peters' version of anything, you must. And you have to match her speed of vibrato. You have to match her vibrato, otherwise you're off. Is there a way to sing this song without vibrato? It's like it never... There's no other way. No, it was no. unreal. Like I couldn't make myself. It was so funny. Um, <laughs> like, this avoid talking about this <laughs> right? <laughs> and in that moment, uh, we were Bernie. Yeah. We were Bernie, baby. Bernie, um, Bernie, baby. I do think if you want just a real trip, go for it. Uh, look up the set. Cause it's incredible. Yeah. Yes. Just like you can look up pictures online, just Google set and, and it's cool to see. And I found a couple YouTube videos over the break where it talks about the illusions of the show. I think that is probably a cool thing. Like, you know, see him walk through the door, see things levitating and, um, just be in awe of technicians who want to show because that is so incredible that someone mm-hmm. could dream up how to do it and tell people and they could build it and it works. That's pretty freaking cool um, and an incredible that made that happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the show. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'll listen to it again. I can usually be tricked into uh, saying at the end of a show that I liked a musical we talked about, even though I didn't. Um, and then I'll like listen to the episode later. I'm like, I did not actually like this musical. Why did I say <laughs> that I did? But when I hear people passionately talk about the things that they love, I'm like so moved. I'm like, yes, I also love those oh my things, God, I even failed. though I don't. I fail. Um, <laughs> well, it's not that you, I totally appreciate what you're saying. And I do have a lot more respect for the show than I did starting this <laughs> episode. Okay. But, That's all I ask. But I, yeah, I can't. Can't in good conscience uh, manage this or recommend it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess if you've seen Ghost and you understand it, maybe yeah. you would like. Yeah, maybe there's, there's, there's a nostalgia version, factor. For sure, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I must just consume all forms of media related to the Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg film most, then yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's Ugh. a it's a trip for sure. It's tough. Yeah. Connor man and chair this for us. Um I'm like in between uh Justin and Meryl, <laughs> literally and yeah. metaphorically. And metaphorically. <laughs> um, so true. I I definitely think that this musical is bad. Like <laughs> I just like it's understandable it is understandable why it was a flop. I feel like yeah. I would have a much better affinity for it <laughs> if um, I had seen it and yeah. if I could see like yeah. the Broadway magic because like mm. I feel like like he said that's what this show is sold on. It's um, Broadway magic for sure. Just listening to the, the soundtrack and not having any kind of visual aspect to it, I would r- completely write the show off like in a heartbeat. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, um, I feel like that's kind of like the case with a lot of Broadway flops, where like a lot of people who are like they're like passionate fans were the few people who saw them. Yeah, and like they have that affinity for that show because they got the magic all in because it go. got the whole product exactly instead of just hearing the score or whatnot or having like one. Right. Yeah. Right. And, it really um, is amazing how much being in the moment make you think something is good yeah absolutely sometimes 
sometimes it's bad and you can see that it's bad from the beginning. But oh, yeah. sometimes just like being in it is enough to make you think like, oh, okay, it's good actually. Like it's weird how that can rip you up. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. So I think that's I, I'm like firmly in between the two of you on on that. Like if I had seen it, I could be behind it. But just listening to the show, I <laughs> do not endorse mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Fair, it's fair, tough. Fair. It, it is. I definitely felt because uh, I would. I listened to it at work while I was um, uh, trying to distract myself from my sadness. Um, and <laughs> I was, um, just like felt like I was slogging through the music a little yeah. bit. So I, yeah. it was just really hard to get behind for me. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I had to say about yeah. that. Um. So. Justin, did you have any projects or any performances that you want to plug or let people know about? You bet. Yeah. Always. Yeah, tell us. Uh, um, next Friday, or this coming Friday. Wow. <laughs> um, February 23rd. He's got a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> um, February 23rd. Um, I'm producing my... Bad Apple Boy Last Show, which has been going Woo! for over two years now. Amazing. Uh, we're back from a little hiatus. Um, and so, and I've got a great lineup of boys. I've got uh, two Vienna Boylesque uh, Festival headliners, Vixen and Mr. Gorgeous, who is also yes. a Burlesque Hall of Fame title holder. Um, I've got, oh my God, yeah, I had no idea. Um, I've got Matt Knife, Jackie Nova. Um, Mandrake. Okay. And moi, Apollo Dioni. Of course. Amazing. So, um, Amazing. So yeah, follow us at Bad Apple Boy Last. Follow me at Ap- Apollo Dioni. At Apollo Dioni. <laughs> okay. Um, and check out, check out the sick images that Nick, um, did for us because yeah. Nick is not only a tech wizard, he's also a wonderful photographer. He is a wonderful photographer. And he's not he's only a wonderful technolo- tech wizard and photographer, but he's also an amazing lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> he is an incredible liar. Um, I have seen Bad Apple Boylesque and they are incredible. It is a very fun show. I I support and would be there if I were in New York City. <laughs> it truly is so fun. Everyone should go. Yes, it's some amazing. Very uh, talented men on stage for sure. Um, Meryl, where can yeah. people find us? They can find us uh, pretty much everywhere, Con. Um, we are, in we the are cloud. on Facebook at Bits Over Broadway. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Bits Over B Way. You can email us if you would like, uh, Bits Over B Way at gmail.com. Uh, tweet at us if you have comments, concerns, you know, complaints about the content of this show. We want to hear from you. Um, unless you're going to come for me and my love for Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber, in which case you will be blocked. I hope somebody like, comments with like, um, 
I know the whole movie, and it was word for word. I really, I really, really, I really, I really want, want someone, someone to please, do that. Please phone in. Somebody. Yes. <laughs> please call um, in. Yeah. You can uh, please subscribe to us on yeah. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher, Google Play. Tell your friends about us. Um, if you like one person in your life and want to bring joy to them, recommend us. If you have an enemy that you hate, <laughs> recommend them, <laughs> recommend us to them. Yes. Um, we don't care. We just want people to listen. It's at true. Least one. Yeah. And rate and review <laughs> us because that does help other people find our podcast. You. So that's all for me. Anything for you, Colin? Uh, no, I don't have anything going on. Okay, well, Justin, thank you again yeah, thank for coming. thank you so much for this coming. so fun. So we'll have to yeah. do more terrible musicals with you in the future. Yes, <laughs> I have a library. Yes. Let me just click yes. through my index. I love yes, that. I cannot wait to do <laughs> Hands on a Hard Body. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it even had a big okay, star in right. it. Did it really? Yeah. It was like, uh, oh. Uh, I don't know anything about the original. Carradine. It was one of the Carradine brothers. Mm, Not I, the one that mm. hung himself through uh, erotic Jesus. asphyxiation. There it is. The other one. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what a note to end on. Okay, we'll see you Bye. Bye. Bernadette Peters should never sing the song, just so everyone is clear. <laughs> just so everyone's clear.